Yep. That's it. We on, bro? We on, bro. Sweet. It's Tuesday, August, August 28th, <laughs> 6-12. And I'm going to add this in there, too. The uh, The Cubs record is 77-53. Uh, and 53. They lead the NL Central. They are several games, four and a half above the cards and five above the Brewers. So nice. There's your Cubs stats. And that's baseball, if that's you guys didn't baseball, know. baseball, if you know what the Cubs are. I'm sorry. So, yeah. Yep. Um, dude, I just got back from Europe two days ago. Pretty stoked. Yeah. Amsterdam in Germany. We talked about it a little bit, didn't we? We did talk about it a little bit. I'm impressed with the upgrade to first class. That was cool. Yeah. On the way back, I just said, um, I don't know if you've listened to this podcast. I do, but I should probably get first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's you, Greg. Wow. It's you. It's you, Greg. Yeah. No, nah, nah, I just called and I was like, hey, can I get an upgrade? And they said, yeah, like $100 and some air miles. And I was... I was ecstatic because that never happens. How it's always is... like, yeah, oh, just go ahead and pay $2,400 and we'll upgrade oh, you. And I'm not rich. Just... How how long is the flight? Like, are you flying out of Germany directly See, to here? You know or... how you got that west-east jet stream? Yeah. So on the way back, it's always longer because you're going against the wind. You don't have that nice tailwind. On the way back, 10 hours. But you're also going back in time? Is that right? Yeah, but my time experience, like actual travel time, 10 hours going home because it's west against the wind but you're a time traveler then is what you're saying is is that right because if you go from east to west it's nine then eight then seven so you you were time traveling so yeah yeah for sure time travel like i (laughs) (laughs) i arrived like three hours after i took off cool but i experienced 10 hours on the way back did you see your past self flying oh my god i can't believe you did it i wasn't gonna do it this time <laughs> i got I it i saw the beings i got you i got your interstellar reference we made the tesseract beat you to it so cool. so i got this movie dude lost, lost in, translation. in translation bill murray yeah so let's talk about it let's spend a couple <laughs> minutes talking about it so i don't want to ruin it too much but it's basically bill murray famous dude goes to japan for work Everything's lost in translation because it's different. It's comical. It's deep. It's deep AF as far as life 2003. experience. There did were, you did you get deep into this? I so here's the thing. I okay. watched the first forty five minutes with the intent of actually watching the movie. And I did, and then I fast forward as pos- fast as I could to the points where I thought I should be watching, and I did. And I just like you couldn't get into it. I couldn't it. get into it i oh, I, I watched the part where like the the i don't want to say she's a hooker the call girl came up to the room and she was like rip my jeans and like rip my rip, rip my, my stockings rip, rip. and she was like yep. just comical and like that was lost in transit so that was funny but i just i just didn't get into it. it you have to be in this mood where you're super introspective trying to figure out things i don't know just having like this mystical open outlook towards life i I think it clicks with you more because you've actually been to japan what wait yeah i watched it after i was there and you travel but that okay that 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 movie (laughs) connects with me on a huge level had a lot of promise it was basically scarlett johansson's rear for like a minute I'm yeah. like, oh, this has that potential. Booty, though. It was great. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. this is great. And then the Giovanni Rubis, I'm like, okay, he's a good actor. It's cool. For sure. But he, he was really a small part. And then... He's kind of a dick. He was kind of a dick. Yeah. And then, of course, the last scene where she, he's like whispering in her ear, like, but no one knows. So that captivated me. So you did watch the whole so thing. So I, 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 I fast forward. forwarded through oh, about the no. second half. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> I kind of got the gist of it. She's basically an unappreciated wife. And you know, I can take this because... You didn't fast forward through Interstellar. I did. And that's fine. I watched the shit out Lost of that. Lost in Translation, it's not for everybody. It was, it's one of those, um, it's not like any other movie, it, it really. It just, it didn't, I was trying so to find out Would you say like it's the, like a BS art movie uh, then to you? I was like, what, what's the plot here? Was like, I'm like, what's the conflict? Because he was, he seemed to be happy with his marriage at home. He was like, okay, I've been married for 25 years. Like, he wasn't trying to get out of that. He wasn't happy, though. It seemed like he was. He was just fed up with everything. Going, he just was kind of The fame, like the money, bummed. the materialism. Yeah, I, I got that he was famous, like, when he was coming in. Like, he saw himself on the, 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 the wall, the lights, like, ads. I'm like, okay, it's cool. Yeah. And it was amusing when he was trying to do the ads, and he was, like, trying to understand what the director wanted him to do. And it was, it was, it was cute. I did not like it. But I just didn't get into it with a deep I think, burn there. I think I get it. Because I was there, and the first time I was there, I was by myself. 
So I kind of experienced all these things of what and like just getting, God, not to use the word lost, but I, I got lost and like walked around all the time and just went places by myself. And I was 24 years old at the time. Yeah. And I'm sure that's why I connected with that movie. Yeah. There was one scene where they were in the bar and like his buddy got pissed off the bartender. The guy started shooting. I'm like, holy shit, he's shooting. And then, then I realized it was like, it was like airsoft. Airsoft, yeah. Or something. I'm like, oh, it's going to take a whole other angle here. And it didn't. It was it's like, like a oh, BB gun. BB gun. Something. Like you're running around the street with a BB gun. It, it, was, it was okay. Like it, I didn't hate it, but obviously I didn't watch <laughs> the whole thing. I did research the last part, though, about like what he said. And I went on the internet, and there's a, there's a oh, huge no. range. I, I don't even want to know. There's a huge range of people that literally like 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 recorded it and like took it apart and added all the filters and they they got some things in there there's one that i like the most was that he was a time traveler literally someone's like he is giovanni rubisi like he's that guy in the future oh my god that's he, too deep for and, me. and he travels back in time <laughs> and tells his his wife to not to like basically not give up on him like i don't know so oh, that was kind of cute i was like all right i can read that one but yeah anyways lost in translation it was kind of lost on me so to me it's like a you're already of age, but you're coming of age, just kind of lost in the midlife. I mean, obviously, she's way younger than him, but he's kind of lost in, yeah. in just figuring out his life where he's at in that moment. And she's just lost, too. She's married to this dude, and he's busy, and she's and just like, the, I don't understand Who was things. the famous actress that he was? they ran into? Oh, oh the, uh, the blonde girl. Gosh, I can't remember. They, right they should have done more with From that. From the scream, the blonde girl. Yes, the scream. Like yeah. it was all just really Anna super, Ferris. Yeah, yeah, superficial to me. Like they didn't dig into like the things. Like there wasn't an, like immediate conflict kind of thing. And I, and I get it. If it wasn't Bill Murray, like if he wasn't the main actor, I wouldn't even got as far. The as The conflict I was inner struggle for happiness. I think. I guess because the cover, you're just sitting on his bed looking bummed. <laughs> <laughs> literally, if it wasn't Bill Murray uh, or maybe like Tom Hanks or something, I, I wouldn't have gotten where as far sure. as I did. But all yeah. right, well I'm glad you gave it a shot. I they give it a shot. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a five out of ten. Mm-hmm. You know, because I didn't hate it, didn't love it. I obviously didn't watch the whole thing. Um, so I'm gonna give it, a, and that's pushing it. I'm giving yeah. it a five because you like it so much. Otherwise, it probably would have got like a four. No, that's So fair. bonus one point You have for your opinion. It doesn't bother me at all. Oh, I mean, it, we don't need that in our relationship. I, I'm, <laughs> to have I've returned your this movie. movie. You, Greg likes to take pictures of people with <laughs> movies so he knows. So yep. I've returned it. What's next Dude at me? work owns me training day. Just oh, so you know. Like, I looked through my phone. I was like, yep, I yeah. got you, John. <laughs> what, is there another movie that I'm supposed to check out that is on the list? Um... We'll come up with one. Okay. I can't think of one right now okay. offhand. From the one you one you had last time, remember those? Whatever ones those were? You had a stack of them. Oh, crap. We'll figure it out. Yep. Anyways. Okay, so what do you want to chit-chat about? We didn't actually lay out like the format for today, because I've been watching this shit out of uh, Isaac Arthur and like the whole space thing, and I've just got all kinds of crazy shit. Isaac going on Arthur, that's one of the YouTube channels yeah. you recommended. Yeah, and I feel bad. I, you gave me a list of four or five to, to plug in, and I got them. And I actually, the other night, I almost watched one of your channels, but I didn't. And I've just been pushing through. I like uh, that Isaac you Arthur. don't like anything I've ever recommended. <laughs> it's not that I don't like it. It's just that I'm really keen on on no, what no, I'm watching cool. now. This guy, he 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 pushed together his lisp. Okay, so Isaac Arthur has a lisp. Mm-hmm. And it's actually mesmerizing. It's wonderful. Endearing. It's, and endearing. And yep. he, he literally puts me to sleep like i'll be getting through these videos and like 45 minutes long and and by about almost and i'm like and then I, i'm actually it helps me fall asleep so nice. i get most of the topic generally yep um so he's he i just finished up with this series here he said he he talks about things in series so he has uh, a series called outward bound which is all about humanity you know, leaving Earth and, you know, doing the big things in outer space. And we just got, I just got on watching most of that. Which which series or video of his do you recommend I watch first? Um, I would probably, see, the thing is with these things, at, at first I was like, oh, I'm going to start at the very beginning, like yep. seven years ago, which is so vastly different from where, where he's, he's at now. He has an actual team of people that do the video editing and all the stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'd start with his most current and work your way back. Um so you can kind of appreciate the the production value because it's, it's a lot better now than it was obviously when he started. He has half a million or two hundred fifty thousand subscribers. Yes, this guy. Sweet. I didn't know I can just play stuff, huh? Listen to him talk. I don't. Oh, okay. 
So he's he, for the pe- people listening, that actually isn't going to be on the stream, but it's, it was his channel trailer we were listening it's, to. Uh, it's SFIA. It's a, SFIA, a, SFIA channel. channel. Mm-hmm. Um, Science and Futurism with Isaac Arthur. He he can't pronounce his R's. And there's I'm a, not there's, subscribed to this guy. I thought you, I did. There's a specific. Oh, this is the, uh, the wrong channel. Uh, the, it, there's a. It's called. There's a specific word for not being able to pronounce your R's for the disorder. I forgot mm-hmm. what it's called. Rome or something. I don't know. Anyways, so he talks quite a bit. I just got on watching the whole series of Outward Bound, which is different types of structures that mankind can build to get into space cheaper. Mm-hmm. So there's like six or seven episodes on that. And then there's a whole separate uh, series that I watched, which was colonizing the solar system, colonizing Mercury, colonizing Mars, colonizing Venus, colonizing the moon, colonizing Jupiter, colonizing the sun, colonizing the asteroid belt, all the different planets and stuff. That's awesome. It's it's very cool. I mean, like, what, colonizing the sun? I haven't what? watched a single one of his videos yet. Like, I see Jobs of the Future, Upward Bound Space Farming, Upward, Outward Bound fleet. is the shit. So a lot of that stuff... It, a lot of the stuff got sparked for with me with uh, with Elon Musk and the, the Falcon Heavy Lift rockets getting us into space and yep you know that's cool and, and Elon Musk's rocket as far as cost effectiveness is on an order of magnitude of like ten like times more cheap than it was before so it's it's, it's an actual shift like it went from like say a hundred let's say a thing cost a hundred <clears throat> now it went down to like ten to to get it. it's like that much of a reduction but that's that's still not where they need to be to get stuff. We're talking on the scale of getting in the order of magnitude of hundreds of billions of tons of stuff hmm. into uh, low Earth orbit to do the things that the human can need to do, basically. So and I, the couple of the cool ones I watched was a, a mass a mass driver gun where you're basically like shooting uh, material into outer space, um, a space uh, tower, which is a tower that's built to literally 30 or 40 or 50 kilometers into the air. But at 50 kilometers is a sweet spot. Mm-hmm. That's where like the air is pretty much gone and you can like not have to deal with air resistance kind of deal. Yeah. Um, then the next one was the one that like the, the last one he did in the series. Um, it's called an orbital ring. And this shit is insane. Let me explain this because it's that cool. It's basically a giant ring uh, that circles the earth and it's maybe a couple meters in diameter, and it's it's spinning at the same rate that the Earth is spinning. Okay, yep. so that's what that's essentially what keeps it up there. Okay, yeah, so a single point out there is just mapped one to one, and it's you. just whoo, spinning at like eighteen thousand whatever per hour. Okay, so yep. that's part one. Part two is they build a structure around that that's uh, not directly; it's magnetic. It's connected magnetically that doesn't move so inside that structure there's a ring spinning at eighteen thousand miles per hour and then you build on the outside of that all of your structure and you can actually tether that to the ground because you're only like a hundred kilometers up you're not talking like space elevator ten thousand kilometers up you're a hundred kilometers up you can actually tether to points across the planet and people can literally take a train up these tethers to the orbital ring and just get there you can we can move quantities on this order of magnitude of just shipping in insane amounts of material into outer space and that's a game changer now the thing that the thing is this is technically buildable we we have the technology to do this Mm -hmm. it takes a shitload of electricity to do and quite frankly, the, the getting the stuff into outer space, it's, it's kind of like a catch-22. It's right. a paradox. This ring is to be over 8,000 miles around. Yeah, it has to go right. around the Earth. <laughs> so 8,000 would be at our level, yeah. so to be even higher. It's huge. And yeah. the, the thing is, the kind of the, the paradox is that we're building these structures to get more stuff into space, but we need to get more stuff into space to build these structures. Yep. So. We, we can do it. We ha- It's nothing. There's no new physics. There's no freaky metal. It's just stuff we have to put out there and, and, and scales. Like to launch, to use rockets to get the stuff out there would take l- l- thousands of years. Yeah. Really. So that's that's the rub, if you will. So you kind of have to really look at our options. It's not something <clears throat> economically we can do. So I'm looking at his videos, the most popular ones. And we got Civilization's End of Time. Yeah. Iron Stars. Black Hole Farming. 
Yeah. Space elevators, upward bound. Space elevators is a, is a really impressive one. Which that, one would you recommend my first video I, be? My this first is, one was the space elevators one because I, I watched I watched every one. All 30 minutes. Every version, yeah, of, of space elevators you can get to. And then follow that up with sky hooks because that's shit. terraforming techniques? That sounds pretty cool, It too. was pretty cool. That's And that's what we can talk about with, uh, with the next series, basically. So... I did want to address. So yeah, the, the there's a whole series of uh, so there's sky hooks, which I would watch after you watch Space Elevator. Okay. Um, sky hooks is really cool. Dyson uh, spheres. Dyson spheres. He he talks quite a bit about the Dyson swarm. That's a big reoccurring theme on on his uh, his channel. That's kind of like the the thing that and the Fermi paradox. He talks quite a bit. Rhoticism. Rhoticism. His our yeah. our thing. Yep. So he devotes an entire series of different ways that we, we, we can get more stuff in outer space using technology we have today. So that's cool. Um, so a little, I guess another thing I want to talk about with the whole colonization of, of Mars, like with, what Elon Musk is trying to do. Yeah. So that's another topic I, I wanted to touch on. I think, it's wonder, I think it's wonderful. I think it's fantastic. In, in the idea that we, we should be trying to do something great, like, you know, back in the, in the 60s, that we should get to the moon to do it as a species. I think it's great that, you know, Elon Musk said, hey, we're going to do this. Let's get it to the moon or the, to the Mars. From a practical standpoint, do I, do I think it's a good idea? No, I think it's honestly a terrible idea to, to actually try to colonize Mars and, and do that now with the technology we have now. Is it possible to get a spaceship there and, and pre-land some stuff and, and build some domes and get people there? Sure. I I think we, we can definitely do We could probably do that now. We just need to seed it, man. Let it build on itself. I I, 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 th I think that we're, we're doing it to, to say that we did it and we've done it. And to kind of check check that off, you know, uh, putting a human on another planet is a major, a major, major milestone. I wouldn't see. I don't even care about the human part of it. If we could get smart enough uh, machines to go there yeah, and replicate and get resources and replicate, that's that's funny you say that. Cause that's kind of where I'm going with it too. Do I think it's plausible from a from a cost standpoint? It's, it's wildly inefficient to. <laughs> it's it's so far away. It takes a full like six seven months to get there. You're, you're in a two year loop. Um, are the, the the people that go there and they come back? Are they going to be fucked up? Sure, they're they're yeah. going to be fucked. Hell yeah. Um, no, CRISPR. we don't know. Like <laughs> we we know like okay, so there's going to be the, all the the radiation they're going to be going through, and they can shield for that. And that's great. But the longest any humans been without gravity has been almost a year, and they come back and they are broken. Oh yeah. When I'm talking, at, you like, lose all your games. You lose all everything. Like yep. they can't walk. They can't. They, they their body just doesn't work. And we're talking on a scale of times two or longer than that. So the what people. What about the centrifuge spaceships that you see? Well, you we don't. We don't even have. We could build those. And then he has a whole series on artificial gravity too, which you'll love. He actually oh, ranks. He ranks sci-fi's like from from not even plausible to actually realistic space systems. And I'm talking. He's got Babylon Five in there. Mm -hmm. He's got uh, Halo's Ring from the, from the video game. Oh, nice. Uh, he's got all all different kinds like 2001: Space Odyssey. All the different rings. Rotating habitats. All the rotating habitats. And he does. He throws some basic math in there to show you like, okay, if it's this wide apart, it has to spin this fast equal one g. And he ranks them, and it's pretty cool. So you should probably watch that too. Um, could we do? Could we build that stuff now? Sure, we could. But it, again, it, we have to get that stuff in outer space. It takes so much time. And I, I, quite frankly, I think Elon's like, you know what? Screw it. Let's get there ASAP while I'm still alive, and get this done. To I think say it's that selfish you, on his part, he I, just wants it. Well, I, I think you have to be selfish and to do grand things because you have to take all the all the bullshit that comes at you and, and just just put it aside and say, you know what? Uh, there's a million reasons to not do this, but there's also a great one to do it, and it's to say that we did. And that's and that's why I'm behind it. I think it's a, a good idea from uh, proof of concept. I guess would probably be the best way to put it to say, "Hey, look, we can do it. I did it. It's done. Follow me." Right. Kind of deal. But in the long term, as far as us moving into space, which honestly, which number one, I think we have to do as a civilization. It's just we. That's the next. Oh yeah, place it's to finite go. what we're doing here. We so. have to. I honestly think that the moon, which NASA's already confirmed with their new director, is the next step. It's in our backyard. 
um, we actually need to colonize the moon first for just a whole slew of reasons. It's right there. Yeah, refueling um, station. Refueling. We can set up manufacturing on the moon to actually produce the materials. Like, there's enough. There, there's enough water on the moon. Like, there's so much water on the moon. Like, they thought it was a desert. It's not. There's a shitload. Really? Oh yeah. There's just a sh- frozen beneath the frozen surface. Frozen beneath the surface. It's just a, a, a massive amount of, of water on the moon. I didn't know that. What other resources we got? Um, the, I mean, what's that dust? The the regolith is a bitch. Um, the the dirt, if you will, mm-hmm. that stuff gets. It's like a very, very super fine powder. Yeah. That, that and if you've ever seen Dante's Peak, have you seen that movie? <laughs> <laughs> the powder will oh fuck up God. the helicopter. Yeah, it will. <laughs> It, if you look at some of the pictures of the Apollo astronauts and their gear inside, it looks like they just got out of a coal mine. Mm-hmm. They're that dirty. And that's and that stuff gets into every little tiny nook and cranny of electronics and it fucks yep. everything up. Um, so what they're talking about is is building domes and digging into the moon and living subsurface for uh, for a variety of reasons to avoid uh, micrometeorite impacts, to avoid uh, the radiation, uh, air leaks, all that good stuff. And th- that's really where a lot of the companies, um, Jeff Bezos and uh, some of the other countries are looking at, too. There's a lot of space programs, too, which I didn't realize. Which is awesome. Which is really like, very not awesome. Not just NASA, like not back just in the NASA. day. You know, we, we actually rely on Russia to get uh, our astronauts to the International Space Station. So no, we cancel our, our program, the uh, lander in 2011. So, which is interesting because it's like, who won the space race? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> really? Okay. So, yeah. So, we rely on Russia uh, with their Soyuz 5 rocket to get us out there. And it's, it's got a 100% track record. It's never failed. So, that's cool. But we also have uh, the, the Indians. Uh, ISRO has uh, their own space agency, which is actually very effective. Uh, China as well. And there's the European Space Agency, ESA. And there's a lot of groups coming together to to really work on this kind of stuff. So, but Elon uh, Musk is the big game changer as far as the reusable rockets. Obviously, that's a big deal. So, uh, NASA has uh, coming out um, the SLS system, the Space Launch System, which is replacing the uh, the Challenger ish, the the space plane. Basically, mm-hmm. it has a solid rocket in the in the middle, and it has additional uh, boosters on the side that kind of jettison. So it's it's not new technology. This is nineteen sixties technology. They're not reusable. Um, not the main the, the main part. I think the main part is, um, but that's coming online here in the next five or six years to start getting these payloads into outer space as a government unit. So. The thing with NASA, which is unfortunate, is that they're they're at the behest of whatever political structure is reigning supreme for those four years. You can't build a program that's ten or fifteen or twenty years in scope when your budget changes <laughs> every four years at the whim of Congress. So the fact that private industry is taking this next step is, I think, it has to be because we can't rely on a nation, just one nation or all the nations, to get their shit together right. and do a thing. So that's the, again, that's and why I private think, industry having competition. It's I mean, it's, it's for money. It's doing great. It, it's going to be profitable, which which forces costs down. It's it's completely the opposite of of government entity. It's one hundred percent different kind of stuff so the neat thing look at a couple of the cost things with nasa like so nasa's machine if you will the again the uh, the, the the plane if you will the the shuttle uh was one of the the most complicated man-made structures ever and it was built by hundreds of different companies across mm-hmm. the, the the country and the world and just the sheer scope of getting all those things to line up was stupid ridiculously expensive oh yeah so, so when nixon Nixon was the one that gave the green light for the shuttle program. And they the whole point of it, the, the whole point of this thing was to have four or five shuttles that could cheaply fly into outer space every week. We're talking 50-plus launches a year. Wow. They averaged about two or three per year. And the entire 30 years the space shuttle program was out there, they had 135 missions in 30 years okay so basically if you had the 50 per year uh every 10 years that'd have been 1500 right missions okay so what so what what does that mean the average cost per flight was supposed to be on the scale of uh cheap it was going to be cheap because they're reusable it was not cheap the average cost for each shuttle flight was about 1.5 billion dollars that is stupid <laughs> that's a lot of money when you consider so elon dumb. elon musk's uh 
bit is about is about 90 million well see that's the thing like any government agency yeah. and you're just like oh we have this budget and, yeah uh we need to use it all so they just they just it was stupid expensive and their this failure toilet, rate, well, yeah that's what, i mean it's eight eighty thousand dollars didn't put work. it on there it didn't work <laughs> and the whole thing with the shuttle it was supposed to shuttle people around and yeah. it didn't do that <laughs> <laughs> for real, over a billion dollars. One point five. I, I read up a Wikipedia fact on it for for for. There's a lot of facts on there, but obviously, one point five billion uh, per launch. It had a failure rate of twenty percent because they had five. They lost forty uh, percent. No, they had five and they lost two. So forty percent over the, the life of the shuttle. Life of the shuttle. Okay. okay, so you had the Columbia, the Challenger disaster, and then I forgot the other was the Columbia, the other one that fell apart reentry. Mm, um, so they lost. Two of the five, 40% failure rate. When they were talking with initially, it's like, oh, the failure rate is going to be like one in a thousand, if that. Literally one in a thousand. It was like two, in a, two out of five. It was 40%. So they were, But that's government, man. That's when government. have they ever executed it was, it was properly? The whole point of the shuttle, it was, it, it was kind of like it didn't have a point because the shuttle was just part of a and people don't know this. It was just part of a system to get people to and from the moon. It was part A. The shuttle was designed to get people into low Earth orbit to dock with another space system that was designed to be permanently in space to take people to the moon. It was part of a system to do okay. that, and the budget wasn't there, so they went. They just nipped like two thirds of the program and said, "Well, you can have the shuttle." Okay, well, what are you shuttle? You're, you're not shuttling now. You're not a <laughs> shuttle is from A right. to B. You, you take things from here and you bring them to there. So basically, the the major accomplishment that the shuttle system had of many of basically was helping build the International Space Station. That's cool. You know, that's that's a good thing. We did yeah. that, but at a cost of one point five billion a pop. You know, I think we could have spent our money a little more. What's effectively. our total cost to build the IIS? Oh, I, that's, ISS. well, it's international, so you get, you'd have to figure out all the different countries that contribute to that kind of deal. And, and you know that the we have got a lot of research done with that. So one hundred and fifty cool. billion dollars. Billion that's dollars. the total cost for ISS. And you add into the shuttle uh, the the cost of that. So one hundred thirty five missions times one point five billion a pop. You know, that's another 150 billion. So you're almost at half. You're almost at half a trillion dollars at the end of the day. And what do we have? <laughs> so it's mass of what? How much crap they had to bring up? Nine hundred twenty-five thousand pounds. Yes, which is it's, it's a lot. So what's the Falcon Heavy payload? Oh, uh, it's in the it's in the ton tonnage. Uh, God, it's it's a lot. In fact, I think that it can probably bring up almost that much in one. It uh, can lift nearly 141,000 pounds. pounds. So basically, f- five so. trips. <laughs> five trips at 100 million to pop. So you have $500 million to take as much stuff into space as a program that costs five, almost $500 billion. Dollars. Let's let's say three hundred billion at the low end. But it's tax money. That's why three hundred billion dollars versus five hundred million. That's that's insane. Mm-hmm. So that's the kind of scale of savings that that Elon's bringing. That's what to the happens table. when you have misappropriation of space. Well, that's also funds. what happens when you have a money factor on it to save money and make money. So that's that's the privatization of space, which is I think a good thing. I'm glad we're moving forward we, with all this BS and we just are. proving that. Government level, we need to fix that at some point. Oh well, that that's a whole other program. <laughs> the government. In and I think of there's going to be exodus eventually of like, well, we have these um, mobile, full on. You know, we have a, a full ecosystem of we're going to leave. We have our own government and uh, laws and entities yeah. and funding and self-sustaining, and we're going to leave. We're going to leave. So why should we listen to you? Yeah, and then that's that's a whole other series on uh, Isaac Arthur. It's, it's called uh, Interstellar uh, or Interstellar, oh, Interstellar. Uh, <laughs> Galactic or Galactic Civilizations and Interstellar stuff. So some of the cool stuff about that is like, okay, so what you talk about when you. When you, as a species, let's say we have a, a group of people, a thousand people or 10,000 people on an ark. That's this ark. It's a giant spaceship. It has all the things necessary to start Hell life yeah. on a new on a new planet. Okay. So let's say we send them out to Alpha Centauri, which is the closest, or, no, I'm sorry, um, we send them out to Proxima uh, B, which is the planet that's closest to us. It's about 4.3 layers away. It's going to take a while. It's going to take a while. So, but let's say we get there at one-tenth of the speed of light. It's going to take about 40 
years to get there ish. That's pretty fast, bro. So we get there. And that's that's a whole other conversation <laughs> yep, about yep, laser but, highways. So we're there. Hypothetically, we're hypothetically there. we're there. So that species, uh that human race there at that point is is they're so far away from base, from home. They're four light years. It takes four years to say hi. Unless we bring that bit that's quantumly entangled. Well, there, there's a thing. Yeah, that's a, that's, that's technology we don't have yet, though. By so, then, we might. If we're going we, the 10th of the speed of light in this hypothetical well, situation. Let's say, let's say that with, within the next 10 years, we're doing this. For some reason, there's a black hole on its way to us and it's going to eat us up. I'm pretty sure we're going to have the quantum bit taken with us. <laughs> well, we and we're going to have instant communication. But we're still going to be like, nah, bro. We'll share information and technology. But we don't have to listen. <laughs> Because what, what are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do? Rest us? So so the thing is, it, with current... So another thing, too, with Isaac Arthur, he a lot of the stuff he talks about is assuming, at, at most, fusion. At most, we have power, we have fusion. His, his series is based in the year 2100 plus. So yeah. that's kind of where we're coming at. I so hope the, we live to that. I, I do, with too. With genes. With, with all the stuff. So yep. he's not taking any wild, like you know technology that's not even heard of into into play he does talk about it but he's just assuming basically solar print solar fission and fusion that's the kind of stuff so as far as communication goes it to take it's gonna take eight years to get to get a message to earth and then another four to get back and then that's a, that's a whole think about a whole election cycle four years a lot can happen in that time anything that's longer than a month each way is too long it's too long so keep that in mind so we're talking to the closest star which is only four light years away yeah think about colonizing an entire galaxy that's say the milky way it's a hundred thousand light years across the scope of that essentially is that if you sent let's say we had the technology today to send out a, a thousand arcs and yep. we sent them all different directions they all went to different stars and some take 10 years to get there some take 100 some take a thousand they all get there at that point, once those those humans get to whatever star system they're going to, they essentially are on their own. They are yeah. not part of the club <clears throat> anymore. And each one of those arcs, and based upon the planet they go to, those people are going to change over time yep. into different species because of the environment they're in, the gravity, the planet, the plants, all the things. Unless we decide ahead of time to maintain our genes we, to not, <laughs> okay, that's not okay. deviate. Taking taking that out of taking that yep. off the table. Sure. Uh, assuming they were not all No, there's so much that's gonna happen because the, of the, the, the time species, scale it, it's, everything. It's if you think about it, you can't communicate. So you are essentially seeding the galaxy with you start with humans, but over time each of those groups of individuals over hundreds of thousands of years turns into a essentially an alien life form so think about that that's that's pretty messed you were actually creating the aliens that you were looking for in the first True. place so that's that's a thing we are the beings <laughs> we, we so we are but uh, what you said earlier about what with the machines essentially that the the machine uh ai and, and robots is i think the way that we're gonna really and in fact, I think that if we actually do come across ever uh, an alien life form, it'll probably be in the form of a machine. It's some type of oh, for sure, some type nothing of robot really biological. Anything. It's got to be mechanical kind of stuff. And here's another thing, kind of fun thing that kind of messes things up too. What if the aliens that we're talking about, we're getting into aliens, I guess, um, are on a whole different like time schedule than us? Meaning they move at an exponentially faster, sure. or exponentially slower rate. So maybe someone's been saying hi to us. But it's taken them ten thousand years to right. Yeah. They're slower, or maybe they're exponentially faster than us, and they move literally a thousand times faster. The than way us. we experience time is a whole it's, crazy. It's thing. different. We're assuming that everyone is on the same time field, which is uh, quite an assumption we can't make. The way that you just said that reminded me of a text message I got from a friend, a uh, coworker, and it cracked me up. Yeah, because I was in Europe when I read it. There it is. Okay. It's a picture of, I'm just going to show you, it's E.T. holding a cookie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it says, what if life is a crazy trip and when you die, you wake up as an alien holding a bong with your friends surrounding you asking if you felt it? What? <laughs> <laughs> E.T. Oh, my God. Extra, extraterrestrial. <laughs> just, That's, did you feel it? Did yeah, you, you feel it, man? I felt, felt it. You lived your whole life as a human. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be messed up. So... Uh, yeah, that's kind of weird. And so the whole time thing, I think about time a lot kind of deal. And Hell yeah. Time's a, a big thing. I was talking with Steve about this the other day at a wedding. And time for me is like, it's like, oh, it's moments from A to B. Yep. And, you know, it's A to B. And 
and, and it's your perception and it's your perception and are you in the now yeah or is it just and, going and, by and past and present and future is just such a weird concept it just blows my mind <clears throat> like i was doing backyard work today and i stopped and i put my hand on my my rake and i just looked up and I, it was storm it was storming and the you know the trees were waving and i would just sat there and, and for like 10 seconds i just looked at the, the sky yep and i was like just kind of take that moment in and now i'm here yeah so the the last seven days that you experienced, or let's say last Sunday through Sunday, okay, okay yeah, how long did that feel to you? God, like now, like nothing, just like a quick just week, quick right? Link. Yeah, just I felt like I've been gone a month. Yeah, because I've, you know, I was I was in Amsterdam and I was in Germany and I was just nonstop go 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 and I was partying and stuff and just staying out super late every night, two to four a.m. Yeah. And I seriously, when I got home, I had that feeling like, oh, this is great. I have not been home in so long. It's one week. Yeah. But I seriously had that feeling like I not I haven't been gone in a week. I've been gone a month at least. That's what it felt like. It was kind of refreshing and I felt completely reset. And it's amazing going back to work. I like I forgot a bunch of stuff from work. But anyway, <laughs> like it felt like a long time. Unimportant stuff. That I was gone. It's because it's you're doing new experiences and your brain's like figuring out new stuff. But the thing is, is I never focused on home when I was there. I think oh, yeah. I just separated out and I was doing this new experience altogether. Like I never checked work email. Oh my God, really? Not once. Good for you. I opened the app 10 times at least. But then I was like, nope, I'm not checking no, that. I'm, on, I'm no. good on that. Don't. They're going to call me if there's an emergency. Yeah. But um, yeah, like I just, I felt completely reset. And that's what a vacation should be. Yeah. Um, and it's just that time experiencing a whole seven days, but it, it, at least four times as long. Yeah. Within three days, it felt like that. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, I don't, I don't experience that much cause I'm <laughs> kind of do the same thing over and over in general. <laughs> well, routine, right? But I think it's a perception of time, right? Like what if you lived your whole life with that, that perception of what I just had the last week? God, I mean, maybe that's why you have the people that are super wise. That'd be a full, full, full life. I mean, if you think about it that way, I guess. There's, if, if, if it's just perception, right? Yeah. Like, I feel like I had that much experience in one week. So maybe that's why you have the people that are super wise and, like, they just have this awesome insight to things because they've lived a longer life, even though they're the same age as you. You know what I mean? Yeah. It could be the, that... I've lived long enough to actually look back on my life at different parts of my life and realize, man, why was I, why was I thinking that way about that kind of stuff? Yeah. And why was I letting so-and-so bother me in these things? And now, now at 40, I can only imagine like if I make it to 80, like what I think right now is like, oh, well, this is the deal. No, 80, I'm like, like, what are you doing? Bro? Yeah. Like, and that's just a sign you're constantly improving. I'm trying to, I'm like trying to figure out like, like, what are the best, like the best, you know, I'm living my best life. Okay, what does that mean? Like, well, what's your best life? You know, I don't know. Best life is doing what interests you and not wasting your time. Which I get to do every day. Yeah, so you're, so, you're so not wasting any time. I'm, here's the thing. So a little bit about what I've been doing lately. I've, I haven't drank for two weeks. Nice. Um, which for me, if you know me, <laughs> it's a pretty big deal. Pretty I, good balance in the universe because I, I drank the last uh, week. <laughs> <laughs> it's completely opposite of me. Uh, normally, I'm pretty much guaranteed to get drunk on Friday and or Saturday. And mm -hmm. I for two weeks straight, I haven't drank. And I haven't done that since 2011 when I was training for the half marathon. So this is the longest not drinking bit I've done in quite a while, which is nice to, to tell myself I'm not an alcoholic. So that that's refreshing. Yeah. Um, but a couple of things that I've noticed with not drinking that have, that have really changed in my life is I, I, I'm able to get up whatever a lot earlier like i get up at 7 30 now and it's just okay i'm up let's do the thing nice and i've been doing that for like a month i started this before i stopped drinking and it just became easier to do after not now drinking. do you just physically feel better i feel a lot better and i like on sunday normally i spend sunday feeling terrible because i drank way too much on friday and saturday but no oh, yeah. this sunday i got shit done i got all kinds well, of shit done when i was doing the whole um training thing at the gym i'm not gonna say what kind of training and what kind Cross of gym <laughs> 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 what an ass but i was doing that um my coach like he actually provided some information it might be bullshit but he said like if you consume at least two drinks or maybe more like that impacts you like as much as um 
I don't even remember the exact specifics now. But anyway, it's just like a severe detriment to your performance. As like, far as physical-wise. Physical-wise. Yeah. Who knows mentally? I'm sure there's some yeah. there too. Because you have to repair and sell damage, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But the fact that you have that much after so many drinks. And if you're getting drunk, that's basically like you're just destroying it. Taking yeah. it down at least half of your physical performance. Yeah. So the fact that you immediately get that back, I'm sure there's massive mental gains too. So gains CrossFit. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag not a pun. That's yeah. fun. So so not drinking is giving me more time to do things, and I just I I make a list on Monday of all the things I have to do, and I just destroy that list now. Like I've just been Good. working outside. I pressure wash the entire front of the house. I'm talking the roof part too. Nice. Um, like cleaning the gutters. Like I'm, I have a I have literally two trees of wood stack that I have to physically move because they're not in the right spots and. I cleaned off the back uh, patio today, which is overgrown. Literally, like my 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 patio with patio stones uh, has been neglected for about two or three years, and it actually turned into a lawn. Like the, oh, all the stuff grew it literally grew up through there, and it's like, oh my god, it's like Can't a get lawn. the flamethrower, bro. And Shit, oh, I, I'm getting the weed whacker out. I'm fucking. Weed. I bought a new lawnmower the other day. I got a Mia Honda. Oh, the, man. the old one lasts about 15 years and just it, wouldn't start. Dual blade mulching. It's this quattro blade destruction it's got the machine. Quad underneath oh, yeah, it going it's, on. It's, it's the, I love that. You pull it on one pull and it starts, which is cool. Um, but I just been. I got my bathroom done, and I'm working on the truck, That's and I'm doing, and I'm Good doing tile work. all these things. And it's a lot of it's a result from like not being oh I'm I'm not gonna go out and drink at the bar today and like watch the Cubs game I haven't been to the bar to drink for two weeks which you know I didn't live in bars drinking Monday through Friday but I go a couple times a week and sit down for two or three hours and watch a Cubs game and I say you drink more than most people I, when you were drinking absolutely I drink more not than, not. I wouldn't call it excessive, but it's more than average. I'm not Frank Gallagher, but I'm also, you know, not a like a like a stay at home, never never do anything like I am now. Right. Kind of, so, but anyways, I never really thought I had an actual problem with it. I was I managed it, but I saved so much money now not yes, drinking for one, which is one. insane. Um, and then I've lost ten pounds over the last three weeks. So that's your body the whole time's like just stop for a little bit. Yeah, just give it a shot. Let bro. me I gotta shake this off. I stopped drinking. So I stopped drinking and then I've I've completely changed. I'm doing the keto diet and the nice. keto stuff. Bro, which, which is CrossFit's next for you. Which is why I'm not drinking, <laughs> I guess. I don't know about CrossFit. Exercise yeah. never been I my thing. I can't wait till next week. Whatever. Like, hey, I signed up for CrossFit. <laughs> <laughs> no, me and James are done, bro. I learned that lesson. We're good. So I, I literally had a pound of bacon. For lunch, a mm. fucking pound of bacon. It was. Delicious. Are you in ketosis right I, now? I am. I bought a. I bought the pea strips, and then I upgraded to the blood tester strips, yep. the thing. So how I'm long at, you been doing keto diet? Uh, three weeks now. Oh, so you are definitely in ketosis. Oh yeah, I'm not eating the carbs. No, the no, no carbs. Just no carbs. Are you I, pretty strict on that? I'm. I'm like a Nazi on carbs, bro. Like it, 20, 20 grams of carbs less per day is like severely restricted. Yeah. As far as I, oh, and for I'm, sure, and, I, and I'm less than that. So. I, obviously, you're eating a ton of protein. Did you get the thing on your tongue where it's kind of like whitish and you get acetone kind of tasting mouth? My, you and know, I, I... Shitty breath. I probably do have shitty breath. I don't know. It's just, that's the ketones. That's literally... Because I got that heavily when I did my water fast. Yeah. Right? Because I worked out and then I didn't eat again after that. And it was just like by... Three o'clock the next day, I was in heavy ketosis. Of my tongue was yeah. white, and I was pissing away everything because I had no carbs yeah. to hold onto water. I pissed every fifteen minutes at work, I, like full pee. I pee a lot. I drink over a gallon of water a day. Yeah, because whenever you drink that water, you can't hold on to it mm. because you don't have carbohydrates. Delicious. You drink your. Oh, where's my water? Where's your beverage? Oh, I'm holding on to it. This with is my carbs. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not gonna lie, it is a little bland. Like I literally don't drink anything but water and/or black coffee. That's it. I don't drink anything else. Mm -hmm. um, and I literally, I only eat basically bacon. Uh, I can eat any meat I want. Bacon, the fattier the better. Bacon, steaks. I eat the shit out of eggs and cheese, olives, avocados. Yep. And that that's pretty much it. I'm not crush those eggs. Those I, are man, the I best. just I destroy the eggs. I literally do. Have you ever thought about getting chickens in your backyard? No. Rockford would frown upon that. Yeah. So bro, I got <laughs> I got a hookup. You know a guy. I'm getting a couple oh my couple God. hens and cluck around in my backyard. Wow, your neighbors are gonna hate you. <laughs> so anyway, <clears throat> I got I got the hookup. <laughs> And I'm going to build a little coop in my oh, backyard. Oh, you're not going to be able to get away with it. Watch me. Not going to happen. So I plan on getting caught 
but you plan on getting caught. The thing is, these oh. people have plenty of space. So I'm going to take two. Two. Two hens, put them in the back, semi-free range. Not really, because I can't do that. But they'll have a little like walk around the fence kind of thing for at least 20 feet. I'm going to build a little coop for them. I'm going to go out and get my eggs every morning. I'm sure Frodo's going to love this. Oh, hell yeah. But... Um, Can you if, legally do that in Rockford? No. No, you can't have life. This is not premeditated, though, if anyone's listening. <laughs> I'm just wow. joking. Wow. But anyway, I can give them right back as soon as I'm How caught. long does it so take the fine, to make an egg? The like, fine for like this, the city ordinance part of no livestock, whatever, is $75 a day if you don't get rid of them. No. But they're going to tell me to get rid of them. Yeah. And then I'll be like, oh, uh, dinner. I didn't know that. Dinner time. But what like what if like what crosses the line between like pet That's versus what livestock? I'm like where do they draw the line? I'm like, what I have to get rid of Harry and Sally here? <laughs> Harry just met Sally. <laughs> he just met her. <laughs> oh my god. I just did that. <laughs> wah, wah. <laughs> Wow, so I, that's cool. That's that you're coming along the line of where I live my life is I'm rather beg for forgiveness could... than ask for permission. Just, yeah. Just do it. Like, and, and like, oops. Sorry. Is that is that eccentric or is that me just saying you know what? I want to do this. It's not harming anyone. No, just do it. It's breaking a freaking ordinance. Yeah. You know that if you open your door not a law. in Rockford with your left hand out and you get out of the car with your left hand, you're breaking the law. What? You have to exit your vehicle with your right hand as a driver so you can look over and and out. So you can't just open it with the left hand. Exactly. You have to so reach I will also over not be following right. that. If you don't do that, you're breaking the law. You and I will ask, ask for forgiveness. We're later. literally regulating how you open a car door. Well, trying. It's trying. not going to happen. Not going to happen. Seriously. But anyway, Greg's eggs is going to be. A oh thing my soon. god! There it is. <laughs> Greg's I got you eggs. for all your keto needs. Holy shit! How long does it take an egg egg to grow? Like how long? How long does it? How many eggs Dude, does it have? Every day I will have one to two eggs. Delicious. For as many hens as I have. So I would need a dozen. As long as I don't heads. get a rooster that gets no, in there and, and gets not, them all fertilized, that's not what you want. They're just gonna lay them normally. I mean, if unless he's in there busting, we're good. I don't have a rooster. That's that's how you get caught. If you get cocky, <laughs> <laughs> if you get cocky, you're gonna get caught. Fuck, because they're there. gonna be loud as hell. Yeah, roosters are loud. Fuck. And they, yeah, they're just pure alpha. They're just yeah. like, let me find some hens. All they do I'm is, gonna yell at is, everybody. Is fucking scream all day. Yeah, literally, literally, that's what they do. Yeah, it's kind of like sounds like a good life actually. <laughs> <laughs> I would need a dozen hens. I would have to have that many. That's what I'm up. saying. So Greg's eggs, awesome. <laughs> I'm going to get caught if I do a lot, plus it's a lot of mess. Wouldn't it be Two cheaper to, three just to buy eggs at that point? Though? True. I mean, come but on. the fact that I get to feed them what I want uh, to feed them, right? Right. They're not going to be like, they don't have to be fully vegetarian fed. I'd like hens. to know the breakdown of the per egg unit cost once you've uh, got It's probably going to end up to be like $5 a dozen, if we're being honest. It's not crazy. Uh, Okay, we'll see. I'm the, I'm the connoisseur of eggs. So. You are very eggs um, pessimistic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just factoring all the cost of your time, building the shit, um, putting them in there, feeding no them. No big deal. I got a CNC machine. I can what make are you doing pretty... in the wintertime for these fucking things, by the way? Because they're going to get cold. You put hay in there and they'll oh, be all right. Yeah, minus 10 degrees and you hay. Don't, you know, the, the natural coating on the egg, you leave it on there and you can be very European. They just put their eggs yeah. on the counter. Like back in the day, they used to do that. You know, yeah. You before. don't need to wash no, that well, off. Well, that's what again. happens now. The, the industrial, they wash everything off. Yeah. Craziness. But your, Harry and Sally are going to freeze their little, their little butts off out there. <clears throat> By the way, Harry's a boy's name, and you're going to have girl, girls. Yeah, but, there. I mean, he identifies as a, <laughs> a lady hen. I don't know why you have to, like, impose that on him. <laughs> he identifies. Oh, my God. My hen identifies. Oh, he has, he's, my God. He's a male name, but wow. he identifies as, as, as the eggs come out, we're good. So I'll be interested <laughs> to see how that works out for you. Yeah. Okay. So so we, 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 we got yeah. Greg's eggs, Greg's and it's going to happen. Um, I think that that's coming up for me. Um, things... I'm working on... Actually, I want to talk about a show really quick. Okay. Says, I want you to watch some and me to watch some, and oh. let's talk about it next oh, that time. That sounds like fun. You've seen Black Mirror? I think, yes. That's a, Dude, yeah. it's a Netflix, different... It's amazing. Each one's a different, different yep. like, show. Okay, yeah. 100%. Um, Electric Dreams is on Amazon Prime. Ooh, it sounds like sheep are involved. It is just like, just like Black Mirror. 
Electric Dreams. Yep. I'm gonna t- Each one self-contained, narrative based on Philip K. Dick's story. The series takes yes. its name from a story that inspired Blade Runner. Yes, do Cheap Dream, or do Electric yeah. Cheap Dream or some shit like that. Something like that. Was so yeah. I'm super stoked. I haven't seen any of it, but I think homework before next Ooh, is we at least watch the I first like episode. We're actually be on, on the same page for once here. Yeah. Electric Electric dreams. dreams. No, just electric dreams. Is it free on Amazon? Is it part of Amazon Prime? Yes, sir. Oh, okay, because then I can watch it because I'm paying for shit like that. Yeah. Sweet. I loved Black Mirror. Love, love, love. I watched like the first, the first one I watched was, oh, God, it was so weird. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I remember um, it was based in the UK. Yep. And they kidnapped some prime minister's daughter. Oh, and he had to like, and he had to like, bang a pig or have something. Have sex with a pig or something. Did he do it? And he did it. Oh. <gasps> Spoilers. And sorry, <laughs> he did. <laughs> I was like, he's not going to do it. He did oh, it. He's gonna he do did it. it. And then I guess the girl got bad. I don't remember what the repercussion. But it was just like weird. It's just like you can't you can't recover your reputation yeah, after you like, do have do? sex like, with a pig. If on he TV. doesn't bang the pig, she then dies. his daughter dies. But if then he bangs the pig, he banged the pig. He's so, the pig banger guy. He was the pig banger, and it was actually interesting. When I was like. Eh, it's a little awkward. You watched all of them after that, though, right? No, I don't watch anymore after what? that. Oh, know, my. Right? You lost in translation. I, uh, yeah, yeah. I cannot I believe this. Fucking didn't, didn't okay. Work. You have to watch Black Mirror, Okay, dude. so I got Electric Dream. For, for being interested in, like, thought-provoking, I will give it awesome another stuff, shot. Black Mirror I would rate as top three things you need to watch in the last five years. Black Mirror. Okay. Please. Wait, is that... Okay, that's... I don't have Netflix, though. Oh... Is this that, is awkward. Is that... <laughs> <laughs> you oh, really do, don't have Netflix? No, man. I, I probably do. you have do. any friends that have I Netflix? Do. I would offer, but mine's already used up. I think my ex-girlfriend's login is still on. I just That's one of the, part of the reason I've not turned it on, because I don't want to hear me like, oh, you're using my Netflix. So I'm like, yeah. Right. She's like, oh, you want to talk? I literally, like, I thought about getting in there and moving stuff around. I'm like, what's going on here? Because <laughs> I know she hasn't changed her password, but no, I'm not trying to fool with that. Okay, so, so definitely any Black Mirrors, but for sure we have to watch the first episode of okay i will commit to you to watch that tonight okay if you will commit to me to watch at least something from isaac arthur for sure i already added that stuff on my watch later list what else do you want to talk about it's seven o'clock we got an hour in yeah i got an hour in um we can talk about one more thing or something um because the cubs start playing in four minutes you know that's kind of oh you gotta go well i'm just saying there's other we can wrap it up and just talk next time I i think we got a solid hour in there yeah, man. I mean, we can we can talk forever about stuff. We literally couldn't keep running our mouths here. You got to find me another movie to watch that before I go. Do you want to borrow another movie? Yeah, I want to take another with picture of you. Yeah, and I'll post it on my Instagram <laughs> for this episode. <laughs> the picture of you holding <laughs> the yes, movie. <laughs> that's fine with me. Actually, that'll be the title for the episode. Oh my god. <laughs> so that's it. Uh, good stuff. Yeah. All Until right. Until next week. Once again, thanks, Greg. Yep. Thanks, man. We Later. got you.